0: Hello, good morning, and welcome to episode 146 of Life Song Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks, along with Phil Ramsey. Phil, welcome back.
1: Good morning. It's good to be back. You, you had the show last week. You, I guess you played a sermon. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. It wasn't was over... about you, so you weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I don't listen when I'm on there, just to be honest uh, with you. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, uh, you know, we recorded a new show last week. Yeah, you, you explained it. You told me. Yeah, I told everybody. Our struggle, man. We had a struggle.
0: We did. And I think we're settled in our spirit about it. Yeah. Um, What. You know, let's let's just go through it again. Uh, so, folks that happen to not be listening last week, or just to get you back up to speed, uh, Phil and I, you know, we're in Hebrews and and we've been studying and going through, and uh, we we hit chapter five, verse eleven, and last week or a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were going to wrap up chapter
1: five and uh, with verses eleven through fourteen. And when we were in here recording that, Jimmy and I had, we had not talked before the mm-hmm. study. We kind of We study on our own. We get together and we work through it live on the radio. So you get to actually hear, for the most part, the first time we've really together worked through it. And and I would say we... We had a couple of disagreements. Well, we did that day. Most time, we're we, we are in total agreement because, right. but we hit, we don't hit Hebrews. We didn't got into some stuff, mm-hmm. and so as Jimmy and I are doing it, I, I just kind of look at Jimmy's face and I see a, I can almost see a question mark. <laughs> I see a question mark as I'm talking. And then he looked a little disturbed, and then we just kind of worked through it, and then we ended up at the end of the show and at the same place. At the same place, and then I, I was the next morning. I was at home, and then I got a I got a text, and Jimmy, and the text says, "If I'm not, if I can remember correctly, I think we were wrong." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well." And then we go back and forth a little bit. And well, and
0: this at this point, you got to understand. When I texted him that Sunday morning, I had been studying throughout Saturday, most of the day Saturday, and Sunday morning a little bit when I woke up. And I come to that determination about 10 minutes before showtime, yeah, before it airs. Yeah. And so we couldn't do anything about it. The show aired. Uh, and I still wasn't 100% convinced at that point in time that we were wrong. But I did think that we were uh, based on what I was seeing. And uh, it wasn't major stuff. No, it well, well no.
1: It's, it's all major, but it wasn't, hey, you're going you you to lose it, your salvation yeah, type it's stuff. Not no, no. Well, we it, want to be as right as we can. That's right. That's right. And
0: so, but based on that interpretation... That first one, it it does change some things and how we look at the the book of Hebrews. And so, um, anyway, we worked through it. We spent the entire week basically separately working through some things. And we get back together last week to record and say, we're going we're gonna to fix what we we need
1: to go back and redo. After we fought for two hours in my studio. Yeah, prior to recording, that's right. <laughs> we argued, which is a good thing, back yeah. and forth of what we were seeing.
0: That's right, that's right. And so we began to record to right the wrong from the week before. And we were just going over the same verses. Well, we do that. <laughs> and then neither one of us, like I told you last week, were really settled in our spirit about it. And so we,
1: we move on to... To Saturday and and we're still discussing it, you know, texting yeah. each other. And I told uh, Jimmy, I said, "Brother, I was I was wrong. I think I was wrong again." Mm-hmm. And I was just unsettled. I said, "We can't, you know, I can't do it. I can't let this go out, knowing that from the time we recorded and the time I spent working, that there was a, I might have been even wrong again." That's so right. anyway. I decided because I began to look
0: through the day Saturday, Uh, Phil looked and dug more, and uh, we both came to the realization that we... We weren't a hundred percent sure on where we were at with it, but we knew we weren't right. <laughs> so we said, "All right, we're not going to hear the show that we just recorded." So I did air a sermon, uh, and then uh, and so we've spent this week. I think we're both settled in our spirit about it. Yeah, yeah. And I, we've talked, so I think we're on the same page. Yeah, I got a, I got a piece about it. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> so we are going to go back to chapter five, and we're going to wrap up the last half and, and and go through it again, uh, writing. Some wrongs that we that we made, because that's the thing, you know, look, I'm not ashamed. I never have been ashamed to admit when I'm wrong. If I'm wrong about something that I say uh, and I come and feels the same way, I think if if we come to realize that we're wrong and we clearly see, then we want to correct it. Because I don't want to ever hope nobody catches it and nobody to ever. Look, I'm a human being. I was not created perfect. I can screw up and I will be the first to admit when Amen. I do. Hey,
1: man. Preach it, brother. Now yeah. you preach. It. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> I think we all need to admit when we make mistakes, especially in Scripture. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we can.
1: Yeah. We can uh, definitely do that. So. but That's why that even, you know, you guys that are listening now. you Yeah, listen. But, man, you got to check us out. That's right. You know, when Paul came through, the brands, they said, yeah, I like that, Paul, I like it. Now, let's see what the Bible says. Mm. It's up to you, because if you you had followed us on that first show, if you had been in the Word, you'd say, "Mm, I don't know about that.
0: Well, you know what happened? You and I were originally off base on something. We'll talk about it in a second. We had different views on it. And then, um, by the time we got to the end of the show, I began to think. Well, what Phil's saying might be right, because the way I looked at the definition of a word, mm-hmm. I saw something, and I thought, well, maybe he's right. And I just looked at the definition out of context is what I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then what you said, I, the next day, I was in a Bible study with a group of guys, and uh, the next morning, and I referenced, based on the discussion we were having, in the it brought back to my mind what we had just went through in Hebrews, and so I referenced that, well, dear brother of both of ours, uh said something and uh basically corrected me he said no that ain't right you're wrong and uh but he did in a loving way and i and i said no i don't think i am and so we have a little bit small discussion not anything major but it was enough to stir in me maybe i am and so Mm -hmm. i went back and i began to look at it through the day that day the afternoon and then again sunday morning and that's when i texted you and like man Think we were wrong
1: well enough apologizing yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on and uh let's nail this uh, down let's write these wrongs so yeah. starting in verse uh hebrews 5 verse 11 yeah let's just go through it we're just gonna get straight to it it says concerning him we have much to say concerning who michelzadek Zedek. and michelzadek uh well Go, we're definitely going to hit that in the next chapter, chapter seven, but Melchizedek is a is is a little meaty topic, yeah. and they didn't get they they're not getting his his uh, priesthood. So concerning him, which is Melchizedek, man, we got a lot to say. Yeah, and it's hard to explain. I would say this: not only is it hard to explain to this audience here. It's hard to explain to you. most believers. I will say, you go to, your, you go to your, your brothers and sisters in your fellowship and says, I want you to explain to me who Zedek is. Guess what? They will, most of them will look at you with a blank stare, very similar to how I would look. Well, I would take that a step further. You go to most pastors. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just a meaty topic. It is. And so, so it's hard to explain. It says, since you have become dull of hearing... What does that mean, Jimmy? Mm. Dull of hearing. Lazy learners. Lazy learner. Mm. They are lazy in their learning. Okay, so, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. So, at this point in their lives, they ought to be teaching people about Zedek And they're such lazy learners that they can't even do that. That's right. So, so they're going back to milk. See, a baby needs milk. That's
0: right. right and that's then, right.
1: A, and as a baby grows, he gets to, to meat. Solid food. So these people, if they're going back to milk, they have left it at some point, but they're going back to it. Hmm. They're lazy learners when it comes to that. And you said something a few minutes ago. And we get we, we they're lazy learners needing somebody to teach them the elementary principles of the oracles of God. And you just said something a few minutes ago. Tell tell them what you told
0: well, me. Well, when he's when he's talking about the elementary principles uh, of the oracles of God, I believe uh, that that he's he starting in chapter one mm. when when he comes in the author comes in and begins writing and teaching and telling about Christ and uh, the rest uh, and, 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 and and Christ being above angels and and be, then being made a below angels for a time and and then uh, talks about the believers rest and he talks about Moses and he talks about all these things uh, all the way, and, and then Jesus says the high priest, all the way up to, to midway through chapter 5, and then stopping here in Michalzadek, these are the things that I think he's referring to when he's talking about the elementary principles, because he, he says all these things, and then he says, we've got a lot to say. It's hard to explain, especially about Zedek here. This is hard to explain. You're lazy learners. you ought to be teaching everybody. You ought to be teaching people all of this that I just said, but I'm having to stop and go through all of this with you again. All these things that he started in chapter one, because if you read the letter, it reads like different than any other letter in the New Testament. He doesn't say hello, hey, this is so and so, how you doing? Uh, with grace and peace, we write to you. He goes right to the meat of it. Mm-hmm. So this guy, this is a letter. It's a letter of encouragement, sure, but it's a letter of rebuke too. Mm-hmm. This is where the rebuke happens.
1: All right, is right here. It it where we're where we've been. So they need to. They need to hear this stuff again because they're lazy learners. Mm -hmm. They ought to know this stuff. They ought to be teaching this stuff, and they're not. That's right. Okay. For everyone who partakes of, of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food is for the mature who, because of practice, have their senses trained to discern good and evil. First of all, I think we need to go hit right to the point of where we had our...
0: First disagreement a couple of weeks ago, and that was in verse 13. Uh, for everyone who partakes only of milk and is not, is not accustomed to the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. That word babe, or some translations
1: would say infant, some would say child. Um, but what I did on the first show, because I was interpreting the oracles of God, the elementary principles, as pretty much the old covenant only hmm. and mature being Christ. So babe, old covenant, Judaism, law, mature, Christ, grace. Grace. grace, new covenant. And so if you remain a babe, if you remain over here in the old covenant and not progress to meet, which is Christ, uh, I equated that to salvation. Mm -hmm. And I think. I'm pretty sure I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just you were wrong. Yeah, this word "babe" uh,
0: d- is not, you know, is not referring to lost people. Right. Uh, it's referring to babies in Christ, and so, uh, and that's what I had originally thought to begin with. But then, uh, a- as I looked at it, you, said what you were saying, and then I looked at this word that's being used here for "babe." The original language, and when you look at it, one of the contexts of that word that's used in Scripture in other places does mean someone unenlightened. Un- unenlightened to the truth and so then I thought well I guess it feels right it is it is what it means uh but it, that's not how it's used in the context of Hebrews chapter five he's talking about spiritual baby in Christ and so uh, uh so originally I you know we disagreed but then I thought okay he's right and that's how we you heard us come to by the end of the show to be on the same page uh, but I was wrong too uh and so um uh, anyway uh what you did and and, and, and and I'm not getting on to you, but I think what happened is later on in the book, there is a lot of discussion about old and new. There, the, the purpose of the book is to set Christ as superior. Grace is superior over the old. That's the biggest purpose of the book is to is to set. You know, you don't have to live in this old Judaism, old law way. Christ is Better, he is better than everything. He's superior than angels. He's more superior than than deck. He is, or, or or the high priest, the earthly high. He is the chief high priest, the perfect high priest. And and you get that later on in the book, but I think because that is the overall theme
1: of the book, you put that here, and that's not what this was saying. Yeah, if you, when we say and in six it says oracles of Christ over in this segment it says oracles of God, and I, when I was talking to Jimmy, I says when is the first time you heard about a savior, a Messiah. Well, it didn't happen in the Gospels. It actually happened in the garden. Mm. There will be a seed that will crush the servant, The serpent's head. That's right. That's the first time we hear of Jesus. Yep. So elementary is the first things. So uh, Jesus didn't show up in the Gospels. Jesus showed up in Genesis and actually shows up in every book. That's right. So... You know, equating, and I think where I was wrong, I believe, is is I was equating just that to the old covenant versus you know the reality of them being a babe in Christ and needing to move on past these uh, these things that you just mentioned a few minutes ago. Yeah. Anywho, so. there was there was uh, definitely my era, I believe, but you need to check it out, you know, for yourself and study on your own and and see if it lines up with what we're saying. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's that's what we you know, really
0: wanted to to come back to the table today to correct um, was that, you know, this is not written to lost people. He was not speaking to lost people, writing this portion to lost. People. As a matter of fact, one of the things how we had to work through this and part of that argument that he said we got into last week uh, for two hours is um the book of Hebrews from from chapter 1 verse 1 all the way through the end is written to saved people it is written to Christian believers now throughout the course of the book he talks and speaks of lost people and of those who have uh, who have still who are still walking in the old way uh, of Judaism, but he's not speaking directly to those people. He's always speaking to this believing audience
1: that he starts out speaking to. And I would say these people that you're mentioning here are, I believe, and we, which may be an area of disagreement. They are associated with these people. Oh, absolutely. Maybe even in the same congregation. Could be. Yeah. yeah could be uh that's again that's uh, one of those areas uh,
0: it's not very it's not very uh, clear on that, so uh, that's one of those things that's again not a heel to die on because we don't know for sure fully who all he's talking to or referring to or were they attached uh, in their lives? All we know is what we can go by.
1: We do know that the Bible speaks of tares intermingled with wheat. We do, and really, in, in the in in the visual, uh, quote unquote, church or body of Christ, there are many that the enemy has sown intertwined with the wheat, and God will one day will separate the wheat from the goat. I mean the goat, I mean the I mean the tear the tear looks identical to the wheat, doing the same things, saying the same things. Uh, you know, I had a but they're
0: different. I, well and, and too, you know, that makes me think of a comment that you made a few weeks back, uh, when, you know, I had just gotten back from from overseas uh in Nicaragua and and I spoke about some of the things that happened there and uh and of course you made the comment about uh you believe in the devil works different ways in different areas of the world, you know, differently overseas than he does here. You're absolutely right. Overseas, he does steal in other places of the world. He still relies on d- demonic possession. And then not to say that there aren't folks here that are dealing with demons and demonic possession because it is real. Uh, but here in America, he's doing it a lot differently. He's joining our churches. And he's sitting right next to us in the pew. And when you come to realize the truth in that, it'll make a hair on the back of your neck stand up. Yeah, Yeah, he's
1: very, he's very sneaky.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we chased that rabbit for no reason. (laughs) Uh,
1: Let's, let's move on to six. Yeah, this is, this uh, is new for us. This is new for us. Verse one, uh, let's read verse one of six. It says, therefore, leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ, Let us press on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works, and a faith toward God of instruction about the washings and laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we shall do if God permits. Okay. Let's stop there. Yeah. There's a lot here. Yeah. Um, So, therefore,
0: Hmm. solid food is for the mature who practice who because of practice have their senses trained to discern good and evil so solid food is for the mature so let's therefore leave the elementary teachings about the Christ and let us press on toward maturity all right so let's deal with that he says leave the elementary teachings about the Christ so what do you think that means, Philip?
1: Well, leave. When? Well, let me let me say this. Let me let me let me start with this. I I, I think I asked you this question, and, and it just hit me. And I called Jimmy and I was talking to him or I text him. I forget. I says I says Jimmy, are you saved? You said, Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. I so we need to talk. No. <laughs> no, he said, Yeah. I said, So so you're a new man. You're a new creation, right? He said, Yeah. I said, so why are you struggling with the old man, what the old man used to do? And we all do that. We all struggle mm-hmm. with the flesh. I said, but you're a new man. So why are you struggling with what the Bible says is sin? Why are you still going? So, as a believer, you can, str- and you will, if you don't, you're lying. <laughs> you will struggle with, with the flesh. You will battle. You will find yourself doing things you did before you were actually saved. Yeah. Now, is. Is, are these people? It says not laying on again. You know this is what was done before, not laying on again. These these things that they're mentioning, uh, they were essential. And really, if you all of these things that it just mentioned, except maybe one, you can see it overlapping. You know, we say the word laying on of hands. Well, you see, you see that phrase in the New Testament. You also see it in the Old. You see washings, you know, in the new, mm-hmm. and you also see it in the old. Yeah. You see uh, what else? The resurrection of the dead. Hey, Pharisees believed that. Eternal judgment, they believed that. One of the areas that I would have question would be, and I think I told you, faith toward God. That's what they did. They had, but we have faith in Christ. They had faith towards God. We have so that would be the only one questionable for me that would not kind <clears> of <throat> possibly mix in old and new. Right, right. Well, well, you know, going back to, to leaving uh,
0: the word means just what it says: divorce, mm-hmm. leave. That will confuse you the way it did feel. <laughs> <laughs> if if listen, and, and I'm not. This is why looking at scripture below the surface is so important because we'll see later on in chapter 6 you know you can see where denominations have sprouted from scripture and it's a misinterpretation of what scripture actually means but you can see that where folks take that Mm -hmm. and say hey Bible says this and so We've been wrong about everything. When you look at this and you see, he says, leave the elementary teachings of the Christ. And you get to look and you see it says, divorce the elementary teachings of the Christ. Then you're like, what in the world? Mm -hmm. Is he saying that we need to forsake the teaching of Jesus? No. 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 Because he's not, and here's why he's not saying that. The elementary teachings are the first things the first things about Christ those are all the things that we just talked about We're chapter one through up to verse 5 I believe he's saying these are the first things that, that that you have learned about Jesus you need to leave them so we can mature we can press on toward maturity and so leaving here is a is a is a active, Participle. This is going beneath the surface. When you look at this word and then you look at the grammatical structure in which it's written in the Greek language, you see that it's an aorist pa- active participle. That's a one-time act.
1: Exp- happened once can you explain that Aorist is a one-time act
0: it, no aorist is a time it, it happened in the past it happened in the past uh, it's something that you do in the past it happened in the past active participle is it's it's a one-time happen to the past
1: uh, and and you don't do you never to be re- never to be done again
0: right right you so so he's saying all right let's let's now let's leave you it doesn't mean you can't return to them it's saying that all right let's one time let's leave I'm not telling you to forever leave the principles of of, of the elementary principles i'm saying right now in this moment let's press towards maturity how do you press towards that you got to leave these first things mm. and you got to start going for the deeper things the word press on here that he's saying uh that is a present passive subjunctive now what does that mean well that means that it's a continuous pressing toward maturity and subjunctive means that the act listen to this subjunctive what that means in this context is the act of pressing on is dependent on the leaving in the first place you see what i'm saying so the act of pressing on towards maturity is 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 dependent on you leaving the elementary principles so i can't press on
1: to you can't press on towards maturity if you don't leave these you cannot digest a steak You cannot even get to the steak if you... Suck it on the bottle. Yeah, the milk is essential. Right. But if you don't leave the bottle, you'll never eat a steak. That's right. And so the pressing
0: on is a continuous, every day. For the rest of your Christian life, you're going to be pressing on towards maturity or perfection. And what he's talking about, maturity, is really what we get to the rest of the book of Hebrews, the teachings that he teaches throughout the rest of this book. Uh, But... That's 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 the thing. Leaving is not a forever forsaking of the first things that you've learned. It's a, hey, let's
1: move on so we can press on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, that's good. And it, sometimes, I think we do this, Jimmy, we lose sight of maybe the bigger picture. Sometimes we press, and I think it's good. Cause we need to know details. Cause in these details, we have, like you said, we have denomination split. Yeah. We need to know that. But what's the big picture, man? Move on. Mm-hmm. Move on. And 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 this we shall do, Jimmy, if God permits. He's in control. That's right. He's sovereign. We want to move on. Look, I want you to move on.
0: But guess what? God might even not even let you now. You didn't make him, I'm
1: playing. If God permits. Look, he's in control, people. Mm -hmm. We just got to understand that. You got to understand that. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. For in this case of those who once have been enlightened hmm, and have tasted of the heavenly gift and have been partakers of the Holy Spirit... And have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, and then have fallen away. It is impossible to renew them again to repentance, since they again crucify to themselves the Son of God and put Him to open shame. Hmm. Boy, my goodness, my goodness, hmm. that's. Yeah. A monster of a
0: text. It sure is. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go ahead and handle it.
1: <laughs> I will be glad to. Oh uh, my goodness, this is uh, this this is tough. Well, it is. It, it's it's great, and when you when you when you get it, you're like, oh, I understand. So we got some words here that That's right. that we need to really understand what they mean. Uh, I would say the words are enlightened and tasted partakers mm-hmm. okay uh, and another one and then have fallen away impossible it's not going to happen to renew them again to repentance so let's what does it mean and these are these are sometimes I think we need to we need to press in on the details to really get what's going on so let's look at these words here we have who have once been enlightened so what does it mean to be enlightened well, the word is photizo. Fo- yeah. You think I know? I'm a photographer, so photizo. You can uh, you can you can handle light. You know how to do. Yeah, it. I'm a master of light. <laughs> uh, it says to give light by knowledge or teaching. So you can be around. You can uh, you can be around the teachings of Christ. You can you can be Look, you can know you can know about Jesus and you can know a lot about Jesus and never know Jesus. Knowledge does not equal salvation. We need to make sure that's very clear. Knowledge about Christ isn't the same as faith in Christ. When I was a kid growing up, I was a fan of
0: Memphis wrestling. And so you still are. they still do that. No, I don't think so. Had some Jimmy Van. But uh, I was a fan of Memphis. Right, I watched it every week with my grandfather, and so I would watch it, and I would know a lot. I knew a lot about, you know, because I watched it every week. So I knew a lot. Tojo
1: Yamamoto, yeah,
0: <laughs> and, and and Jerry the King Lawler, I knew a lot about them. But that didn't mean I knew them personally. Mm. I knew a lot about them, had information about them, but I didn't know them. You didn't have a
1: relationship with Tojo Yamamoto. Yeah, no, Tojo, <laughs> Tojo.
0: That's my boy, Tojo. I think he's dead. Huh? I think he's dead.
1: He yeah. ought to be. He exactly. was like nine hundred years old when I was a kid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hit them them old chops. Yeah. Hit that, hit that chest. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I so, do. so it, there's a there's a perfect, ex- you know, that you can have light And knowledge about something, but not actually
1: fully receive it. Jesus is the light that came into the world, and people were exposed to Jesus, and many rejected. So exposure does not mean salvation. Knowledge doesn't mean salvation. What does the darkness do when it's exposed to the light? It goes. It runs away. Falls away. Can't can't coexist. Mm. It can't be in the same room together. Darkness and light will. You will never see those two individuals occupying the same room at the same time. Impossible. All right. The next word is uh, tasted. Mm. Tasted of the heavenly gift. So, what does it mean to taste something? To uh, well, the word means experience, maybe, or sample, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Can you? Can can a person taste a cake and not eat the cake? Well, any time I've tasted the cake, I went ahead and ate the whole thing. <laughs> but for definition purposes, the whole thing <laughs> for uh, to taste something does not mean to ingest it. To taste the bread does not mean to. Eat the bread. Mm-hmm. He is the bread of life. You have to take him in, so you can taste something and not ingest it. Okay. So these people tasted what they were being exposed to, but they never ingested it. And we have another word. This is a kind of a you know partaker. They were partaker uh, of the Holy Spirit. So, so you can partake. And not possess the word is meta chos. Uh, it means to be in associated in association with. So you can be in association with someone and not ever possess that person. Who is a great well, example of that? Judas. Judas walked with Jesus. He he was exposed to his light. You would even call him a partner. Well, with he Jesus. Uh, he well. Uh, he looked like he was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He looked like he was. He he was exposed to Jesus' light. He was. Uh, he went out. He preached the gospel. He probably healed people. I you know I'm not going to go out on too far of a limb and say that, but I I think Scripture might teach that. He looked just like him, but yet guess what? He was a son of the devil. Mm-hmm. So can you be partaker? Can you can you be associated with the Holy Spirit, not how the Holy Spirit? You better believe you can. You and so these guys here It's like this.
0: Just simply put, where it's it's not real confusing. Partaker and possess I can ride down the road with Phil in his truck and, and, and partake in the ride that he gave me, but it doesn't mean that the truck belongs to me. Mm-hmm. I can you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can receive a ride and partake in and, and receive the benefit of that in a sense,
1: but I don't possess the truck. It's not mine. Right. So we have people, Jimmy, that have that have tasted, they have been enlightened, Mm -hmm. they have partook of the the good word of God and the powers of the age to come and then have fallen away. It is impossible to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify themselves the son of god and put him to open shame that's pretty deep uh so so they 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 were enlightened partaked, tasted they did these things they never possessed right they were exposed i would say to the maximum of who christ is and, and when I think about these people here, I, I think about other people that the Bible records who were exposed the very same way. Those were the Pharisees. We also see a point in time when Jesus drew the line with the Pharisees. And from that day forward, he began to only speak in public with non-believers and the Pharisees in parables. In parables. Mm-hmm. Why? So... For his people, it was for them to understand, but for them, it was kept from them. They could not understand. So there is a point in time here that you cross a line. They've had maximum exposure, maximum knowledge of of who Christ is, and still rejected. That's right. And so that's a look. Can that happen today? I don't know why it could. I don't know why. Is there anything in Scripture that says it couldn't? We know when death happens, when somebody dies, it's, that's the point of once to die, then the judgment. We know when you die, it's over. This, if The judgment's already happened. You're one place or the other. But can on the planet, as you're still living, can you cross that line? I'm not seeing Scripture that says that you can't cross that line. Now, we are under grace. Okay? We are under grace, but can you crawl after maximum exposure? Oh, absolutely! I, I would say you could. I'm, I'm, I'm not God.
0: I, we don't know. I believe I'm convinced, and I could be wrong. I could be convinced of something later on if, if, if the Lord shows me in His Word. Uh, but, but I, I, think I'm, I'm convinced of the fact that at, at some point in time, God is gives people over to their own way. You know, you've heard the gospel. And you've heard the gospel, and you've been exposed, uh, and you've been enlightened. You've had people who have come and shared with you, and shared with you. And you continue to reject, continue to reject, continue to reject. Eventually, God gives people over to their own way. Mm. I believe. Now, I could be wrong, but um, I, I just I believe at some point in time, God says, "You can have it." Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I like I said, I, I could I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's another Bible study there. That's a good word, Jimmy. We're, ju- we're going to let's just end it right there at six. That mm-hmm. was, uh, we made our wrongs right, and it's up to you to figure out uh, if we were right. If or we wrong. Were, uh, <laughs> uh, I've got a, a a piece about it. Uh, yeah. You know, I've spent, well, two we spent about three weeks in it. Yeah. I just, but I, I, I've got a piece about it. And uh, God's. God's word did not conform to what I thought. I had to conform my thoughts to what He said, and That's sometimes right. it went against the grain. And then I just kept sticking with it and sticking with it. And then, and then His word conformed my thinking. And the thing
0: about it is, and this is this is a hard lesson for for us to learn. It, it was a good lesson for us to learn, but a lot of times as we study, we have. Uh, uh, we have an understanding of what we're reading uh we feel like we have a handle on it uh and even the things that we're looking at we go and compare notes with other people and if they line up to what we're saying then we're really convinced that this is what it means and sometimes when 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 truth comes and when that gets exposed or we or we get told we're wrong or we feel like that something ha- it threatens that then it's like, well, so and so said this, and so and so said that. So that that matches up with what I believe. So I got to be right. Well, guess what? You all three of you can be wrong. Hmm. So, but my point is, is you cannot conform the word of God to, like Phil said, to what you believe that it means. You have to conform your thoughts to what it actually says. Hmm. And so, uh, it, it's it's hard. It's difficult, but especially when you don't want to think God is. If you don't want to think something about the Lord, like, you know, my my God wouldn't be, God is a God of love. My God doesn't judge, or or whatever the case is. Uh, My God
1: didn't command Israel to kill babies. That's right. My God wouldn't do that. Well, he did. And so you need to examine what that means. And tell you, it's some difficult stuff
0: in this book that have to deal with. And we've just had to deal with some difficult stuff. And it really wasn't difficult so to speak as far as God, my God wouldn't command Israel to kill babies it wasn't that difficult but it was still some things in here that made us come uh, come up to it and say well I thought something else my favorite bible teacher says something else I have to say that my favorite bible teacher is wrong because I've been wrong you know because the word really does say something else you know what I mean, and so that's sometimes it's tough. Sometimes we don't want to think our pastor might be wrong, or our favorite uh, teacher that we listen to on the radio or watch on television every once in a while might be wrong. But you know what? We're human beings, and we can be
1: wrong. Yeah one of the one of my favorite teachers. He is my favorite teacher. I disagree with him, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, on what we discussed today, I disagree with him based on uh, what God said. You know, I think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to his church and say, tell him that's what you think. I'm just playing. You know, Jimmy, when we come on a topic that we know nothing about, and that you can you can apply this to anything in the Bible. And I was speaking to a young man the other day. He had a question about a scripture. He had no clue what the answer was. And he said, Mr. Phil, what is this verse saying? Does it say this? And I gave him an answer. So when, you, when, you, when there's a topic in the Bible or a scripture in the Bible and you have absolutely no knowledge of what it's saying, I would say this, Jimmy, tell me if you agree. The first thing you hear from somebody else who answers and answers in an authoritative way You're like this, that sounds right. Because you don't know anything about it. And this guy answered in a way and said, and it was so confident and comfortable Mm. and spoke with authority. It's got to be right. But it may not be. Mm -hmm. And I probably spoke fairly confidently a couple weeks ago. (laughs) And guess what? I was wrong.
0: In Luke, is it Luke 3? Luke 3, uh, Jesus... uh, goes out into the wilderness for 40 days and nights and uh, and satan uh tempts him for 40 you know in, during that time period and satan every time quotes scripture mm-hmm. and every time spoke with authority but every time twisted scripture mm-hmm. and added something to it right there at the end so he spoke with authority he just didn't
1: realize that jesus had more authority that's right than he did all right well let's close out and jimmy uh Just mention, if you want to know more about the one we're talking about, that would be Jesus, the creator of everything. If you want to know more about him, we'd love to hear from you. He came as a light in this world. He exposed the world. Nobody's without excuse. We're all accountable to him. Uh, uh, He says to believe on him, trust him, repent of your sins, uh, follow him, cry out for mercy. His word promises he will save you and he always always backs his promises up never once has he ever lied he will save you uh we have uh, a new app we spoke about it last week uh jimmy real quick tell tell them about the app and then close mm-hmm. us out in prayer well you can
0: uh pick the you can get the new app uh, a couple of different ways uh you can uh get it uh simply just just picking up your smartphone and uh and going to the app store uh, google play or uh, or uh, the app store in in um on your iphone or your ipad you can just go uh and search uh life song radio and you'll find it it'll come up and you can download it absolutely free or you can take your phone and uh, go to our website LifesongRadio.com, from your particular device that you're going to download the app to and there will be a link that pops up it won't pop up on computers only on your device uh, it will pop up and give you a link to choose uh, uh either the google play store or uh and it'll take you directly to the download link uh, in your app store to download it. So, uh, yeah, get the app. It's it's, it's it's a great addition to what we've been doing here. Uh, it's, it's only $99. <laughs> he's telling a lie. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, but listen, it's a good addition to what we've been doing. And it, it'll allow you to listen uh, and keep us right there in your hand uh... you know you're not beholden to a computer or anything like that uh... you can listen to us uh... right there it's updated uh, as soon as we update the show and load the podcast also the uh... the video on demand or the video studies that we've been doing or we hadn't been doing but we we did earlier this year And we're going to get back to uh... those are all on there so you can keep up with all of that stuff right there it's updated in your app as soon as we update it so uh definitely download it for you sure. are a technical genius well i didn't build it i just told somebody what i wanted and they did it <laughs> but anyway uh yeah so so download it uh it's it's a great addition to, to to your phone all right so we're gonna be back next week we will see you we'll continue in uh, in our study in hebrews chapter six uh let's pray and uh, and we'll see you next week lord Lord, I just come to you with with a heart of gratitude and uh, and thanksgiving. I, I'm so grateful to be uh, to be able to come into your presence and enjoy your presence on a daily basis, on a hourly basis, on a minutely basis. God, I just I just am so grateful that the Creator of the world is even interested in me. And so, God, thank you for that it humbles me to no end to know that the the hands that spoke everything into existence the skies the seas the the mountains the the all the animals and every person that has ever lived and will ever lived is intimately interested in me and so, God, thank you for that, Lord. I love you, and uh, and, and so I, th- I thank you for how you've worked in my life. I thank you for the very grace that I have received, Lord. Not just the grace into salvation, but the common grace, the grace that 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 that, that sustains me and keeps me living. Uh, because, Lord, I deserve uh, for the first sin I ever. Committed, I deserve for you to pour your wrath up on, out upon me. But because you didn't, because you allow me to live and breathe, uh, even as a lost person, I have received your grace. So, God, thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I just pray for this program, I pray for uh, what it means uh, to Phil and I I mean I pray for the opportunity that you've given us but Lord I pray for what it means to those listening I don't know the impact that this program has had but God I know you've called us to this ministry so I know that you're using it for your glory and so God I just pray that uh, that we uh, are able to glorify you through this program and that, that you will receive your glory uh, what, however you will that to happen whether it be uh, spiritual Uh, uh, lost people coming into a, uh, to a uh, illumination of who you are, or whether it be um, folks who spiritually mature as they listen to Phil and I argue and fuss and correct ourselves and come to, come to, to, to fix where we've been wrong. Uh, God, I just, I, I just pray that Whatever you will with this program that it be done, and I know that it will because your word will never return void uh your word says that it won't, so uh god i just I just thank you for the opportunity to be involved in it lord uh we pray now for those listening today if there's anything that phil and i said that that would make anyone have any questions regarding whether it's their salvation or anything that we've said lord i pray that they would ask someone whether it be us or someone that they know lord uh, we love you and we give you all the praise honor and glory it's in the holy mighty and beautiful name of jesus christ that we pray amen we'll see you next week folks right back here on life song radio